We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in possible. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome in to today's KCSN update, your daily dose of news, everything you need to know really about the Kansas City Chiefs from us here at Kansas City Sports Network, KC Sports Network here. Uh, whether you're listening to the podcast or you're watching this video on YouTube, we appreciate you tuning in and, and listening to us and getting your Chiefs content from us. Just one stop of many, I'm sure, of you trying to Enjoy this football team as they're off to a 2-0 and start, leading the AFC West already. Who would have thought it would have been this early in the season? Chiefs fans are already getting their jabs into against beating a good Chargers team as well. I'm, I'm, I've got a good guest today to talk about that Chargers game. We're going to talk about the AFC West as a whole. We're going to talk about some other competition the Chiefs have. It's going to be a good conversation. Uh, I love always talking to this guy. Nine-year NFL veteran uh, and Chiefs Super Bowl champion. It's going to be Jeff Allen joining me today. We're talking, like I mentioned, AFC West, the Colts, Chiefs competition. Going to be a good conversation. I'm super excited to talk to Jeff. He's got really good insights of how Andy Reid teams are run. Um, and I'm going to talk to him a little bit about the mini buy too. I think that's going to be interesting this early in the year, seeing how that it all kind of shakes out for these players that mini buy this early in the season. So before we get to talk to Jeff, I need to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can step up and boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. That's right, 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Jeff, first off, thank you for joining me. Excited to talk about this uh, with you, talk about the just this team in general. 
Um, first, I've got to talk to you about, though, this AFC West leaderboard, uh, the standings. 2-0 and for the Chiefs right off the jump. Raiders 0-2. Broncos and Chargers sitting at 1-1. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the on this season so far? I mean, it's not going the way that everyone predicted. Obviously, the offseason, this AFC West got a lot of hype um, because of the quarterbacks um, in, within the league, um, some new additions. Um, but, you know, being a Chiefs fan, I never you know, thought it would go any other way besides us being at the top. So I'm not surprised by that. I am surprised by the Raiders being on two. I thought they had a really good chance of being a better team than what the record says right now, and I think they'll turn it around. Um, obviously, the Chargers, I think they're going to be in it. They're going to be right on our toes this entire season. They look like the most complete team in the FC West besides the Chiefs. So I think that's our competitor. But outside of that, um, I don't think Denver is going to be very good. They look terrible. <laughs> they look they look absolutely terrible. Um, I don't think they're going to turn it around. I don't think they're a very good football team, in my opinion. Um, I may be wrong, but what I see right now on tape, it doesn't look like they have the right pieces. So. It's almost like a coaching thing, too. Yeah, uh, I know exactly. a lot of people put, a lot of people put a lot of stock into Russell Wilson coming there, and Russell Wilson can only do so much, but it's just been some weird coaching decisions from Nathaniel Hackett. First-year head coach, too. I don't think a lot of people talked about that enough going into the season. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people didn't talk about that across the board. Like, Josh McDaniels, I mean, everyone right. considers him this genius and this guru, but his last time being a head coach, it was absolutely horrible in Denver. So, And I've heard some stories from guys that have played for him. He's not – He's not the most liked guy in the head coaching position. So I can't see him changing that much with getting another opportunity, but maybe he has. So we'll see how that transpires in, in um, Las Vegas. Um, but Nathaniel Hackett, like you say, he's a rookie head coach. This is his first time doing this, his first time in that seat making those decisions. And sometimes <laughs> it can get to you. So we'll, we'll see what they do. But I mean, we got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy Reid is an all-time great Hall of Fame coach. So you can never discount what he's going to do, no matter what the personnel is, no matter you know who's in what position, he's going to figure out a way to win football games. Absolutely. Love to see it. Uh, I, I think we all generally agree the Chargers are the biggest threat to the Chiefs within the division. Uh, there's some other teams in this AFC. This AFC is stacked. And if you look at the NFC side of it, you're like, wait, who? they've, they've got – this team making the playoffs? The Washington yeah. Commanders are going to make the playoffs? Is what you're like. But then you look at the AFC, you're like, oh, man – the Chargers couldn't make the playoffs last year. I mean, that, that's a good football team that didn't make the playoffs. You got good teams not making the playoffs. Uh, we talk about good teams around the AFC. Two of them are playing each other this week in the Dolphins and the Bills. Uh, what are your kind of thoughts on that game? The the Dolphins looked really good at the end of the, that Ravens yeah. game. If you throw out that first half of tape from Tua where he threw a couple picks and you don't you, you kind of ignore that, that second part of the game looked really good. I'm, I'm kind of excited for this matchup. I'm, I'm really excited. I think this is the game of the week in my opinion. Um, both teams are going to get tested and they're going to see where they stand as far as, you know, at the top of the league. I, I think Buffalo is going to come out with the win, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Dolphins figured out a way to win with the explosiveness they have on offense. I mean, you see it too, is putting the ball out there. He's, he's proving a lot of people wrong right now. I know he had a couple of picks, but it wasn't because of inaccuracy. It was just because of him taking chances. Um, one even got tipped. So um, I, I think, I think it's going to be a really good game. Defensively, Buffalo is going to have to step up like they have the entire year. Um, that secondary is going to have to stretch a lot and get ready to run with those fast receivers. And it, it's going to be a test. But like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to bet on the Bills. Um, Josh Allen looks great. I think they look like the best team in football right now. Um, but we're going to see after this weekend where they really stand. 
Chiefs fans were quick to uh, hop on Twitter and, and let people know that Tyreek Hill had an interception bounce off of his hands. <laughs> yeah, uh, They were quick to let people know that that happened. Uh, no, I, I, I do like the Bills in that game. Man, they just look so good in their two games. They just look so dominant, and that's so hard to do in this league, um, as you know, I mean, obviously. And, and I want to kind of kind of hit on that. The Chiefs having a Thursday night game this early in the season. They get the mini-buy. Coming off the mini-buy, I think I saw that. Uh, Andy Reid's only five and five off of a mini buy in his career, which is uh, kind of a, a weird surprising. stat. Yeah, because he is so good off of a bye week. Jeff, I'm curious from like a, a player's perspective. I know that you didn't have a Thursday night game this early in the season before, uh, but what does that what does that got to do for a player's like mental to have that mini buy out of the way already? I mean, it's awesome from a physical standpoint. It's good to get out the way early because later in the season you're kind of beat up and having to turn around really quick and play a Thursday night game after a battle on Sunday, that can be taxing. So the fact that they were able to physically get that done early, it's really good. I, although I think mentally it's, it's better to have that later down the road because the season is long and you need some breaks sometimes. And that mini buy comes clutch, even though physically it's tough, it's clutch at the end of the year, just like the buys are. So um, I think I think it's going to bode well for the Chiefs. I don't know why Andy's five and five after mini buys, but yeah. – um, that's just a weird stat. He's really good after bye weeks, and, and that's a testament to their preparation and the coaching staff getting ahead when they have an opportunity to. I'm curious, too, is your thoughts on Thursday night games. Uh, every former player I've talked to seemed to hate them and not want them. Um, is you kind of in that same boat? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely hate them. I think, one, it's, it's, it's unnecessary from a physical standpoint. It, it, it's, I mean, a, a guy plays on Sunday. I'll, I'll give you my, my deal. We play on Sunday. Um, you're not feeling decent enough to really fully practice until Wednesday. Right. So you're telling me the next day I have to play a game. So that that's really taxing. And I get it. It's a revenue generator. It's the way that you play more games and you have more spots on, on TV. And it's the reason why we get the contracts that we get. Um, but it still sucks. So, <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk, so let's kind of talk about uh, this Colts matchup. Colts have been disappointing, to say the least, so far this season. Added Matt Ryan to the quarterback position. Uh, I kind of thought that they were going to be a little bit better than they were already. Uh, so I'm not saying that you've watched a bunch of tape on the Colts, but what have you kind of your early impressions been uh, about this Colts team? It, it just looks like a, a new team that hasn't gotten it together. Um, I, I, too, thought Matt Ryan would come in and make a big splash and impact. And I think it still can happen. I mean, he's he's obviously um, a great quarterback, has, has had a, a tremendous career, and he has what it takes to, to lead a ship in the right direction. So I'm expecting for them to come out ready to go. Um, the biggest thing or the biggest surprise was seeing Jonathan Taylor, you know, get less than 10 rushing yards. Like, yeah. there's not anyone in the world that would ever think something like that would happen. Um, so I'm expecting them to come out with a heavy dose of run to get him back on track, and I'm expecting Matt Ryan to make some plays. but um, this is one of those games where on paper we should win it no matter how well they're playing. We're, we're just a better team, and you have to win the games that you're supposed to win. So hopefully we don't fall asleep and, and we come out ready to go defensively. Um, the, our defensive line is going against a really good O-line. I know they haven't sh shown it, but they're good. History says they're they're good players. And on the flip side, our offensive line, they got their hands full with the interior of the offensive line. I know we got one of the best interiors, but DeForest Buckner, um, he's a force, so it, it's going to be a battle, but I, I think we're going to come out on top. There shouldn't be any reason for us to lose this game. Colts really hurt last week against the uh, the Jaguars as well, and I believe I tweeted out the stat where the 
the the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since like 2014. Yeah, which is a which is absolutely crazy to think about. Um, maybe that's just like a place where they just like don't travel well. They just there's something off about. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's one of those things where uh, we can't read too much into losses within a division. One yeah. the divisional opponents know you better than any other team, and there's some things. There's some rivalries. I mean, although we've gotten the best of Oakland, we always get a good game. Not call them Oakland, but the Las Vegas the Raiders always give us a good game. Um, no matter what their roster looks like, no matter what their record is, we know heading into that game we're going to get that best shot, and it's going to be a battle. So divisional games are tricky. Um, those those could go any way, no matter what the season looks like. So looking at the uh, the Chiefs injury report here, um, Harrison Bucker, Mike Dana did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, at the time of recording this podcast, McCall Hardman, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Orlando Brown, uh, Trey Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Justin Watson were all also listed listed on the injury report with McCall Hardman being the only limited participant with a heel. We saw him get a little banged up. I think he landed a little awkward, a weird tackle yeah. uh, in that game. So um, anything there that, that concerns you on the, on the Chiefs injury report? No, I don't think so. I think every guy that's on that report should play. Dana may have a possibility of not playing, but I think they'll all figure out a way to get on the field. It's just one of those things where there's always going to be a list of guys. <laughs> and and yeah. the way that you have to report it from, from a, a training room standpoint, they have to report that by league league rules. So guys are going to have bumps and bruises all year. There's going to be guys on the report, but um, we should have a pretty good, healthy season just with – I know how they prepare in the weight room. I know how Rick Bocarter and the training staff, you know, handle these guys. So they'll be okay. The Colts are coming off a really – had week last week where they had you know Michael Pittman was hurt Alec Pierce what didn't play like they had two of their best receivers not play that probably kind of played a factor in yeah Jags probably stacking the box and not letting Jonathan Taylor beat them um but they got Bernard Raymond he did not practice the tackle uh, out of uh, Central Michigan rookie this year didn't practice with an ankle injury DeForest Buckner was limited with a hip injury uh Yannick Ngakwe a, a defensive end a limited participant Pittman was limited as well uh, but you had Alec Pierce, Grover Stewart, another guy in the middle, that interior of that offense or that defensive player. line, who was a menace. Yeah. Uh, Shaq Leonard was back to a full participant as well as Zaire Franklin. Uh, so they're getting a lot of guys on their defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Back. Shaq didn't play last week either. He, right. he is one of the best linebackers in the league, without a doubt. And he's really good in pass yeah. coverage. So they're getting one of their best linebackers back. He's really good at forcing turnovers. Yeah. Uh, he's it. very good at that. Um, the Chiefs are without Willie Gay for four games. Um, I, the, there's been a lot of trying to figure out what the Chiefs are going to do. Darius Harris has been brought up. Um, there's been some discussions of, you know, what what kind of defensive packages they can roll with to keep uh, certain linebackers on, on the uh, on the field. Maybe put a little bit more DBs than linebackers on the field, uh, just to try to see what what's really going on. But it's it's, it's tough, man. Willie was playing really well. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that this week. Um... <laughs> a bunch of DBs. They're going to run the ball and they're going to have an attitude. So we got to have some guys in there that's willing to, you know, come downhill and put their head in there um, because it's going to be, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a test and they got something to prove offensively and their identity is Jonathan Taylor. So they're going to try to get back on track with that. Um, I have no doubt that, especially Nick Bolton, I have no doubt that he's going to be ready to come in later wood. So that's going to yeah. be fun to watch, um, but we're going to have to figure it out. Um, Willie's obviously going to be out for four games. Um, someone's going to have to step up. It could be uh, many different ways that they do it. They may put Nick at the wheel. They may bring in right. somebody else to play Mike. Uh, who knows? They're going to find somebody to fill that gap. 
while Willie, you know, you know, serves his suspension. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate that it had to happen when it did because I think Willie Willie probably played one of his best games. Yeah. Uh, when you when you look at just some of the coverage things that he did, um, you know, Mike uh, Mike Devito and, and Derek Johnson broke down some film with Craig Stout that'll be on the YouTube channel as well. You can go check that out. A lot of those plays were just Derek Johnson gushing over Willie Gay. Yeah. Because uh, because the way he's filling in the run game, the way he's covering, the way he blitzes, just is just. It's it's been it's so much yeah. improved from when he started. Well, I think Willie has been obviously Chris Jones is the best player in our defense, right? Uh, rightfully so, and everyone knows what Chris can do. Um, but one of those people that I think is coming into their own is Willie. Along with him, I want to get a big shout out to Juan Thornhill. I think he's been doing an oh, excellent yeah. job, um, not only playing well, but it looks like he's you know coming into his own as a leader and he's playing with some fire. Looks like he has something to prove. So shout out to Juan. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, love to see it. I love the tinted visor on one. It's yeah. a different. It's a different attitude. It's yeah, tinted one. It's is <laughs> it's it's good stuff right there. All right, uh, before we before we get like your prediction on this game here, Jeff, I, I want to know kind of what what's one per- position group that you've been really impressed with so far this season uh, that's kind of stuck out for the Chiefs. Ooh, that's 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 a tough question. I think uh, a lot of position groups have been doing really well, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. It's it's only two games in, so. Yeah, damn. I, I would have said at week one the receivers, because the, the way the ball is getting spread around, um, guys were stepping up. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with honestly. I'm gonna have to go with the D line collectively, and the yeah. reason why I say that is because of the pressure that they they've been getting. Um, they have some sacks, but the pressure and the just the the pressure they're putting on the quarterback. They're forcing quarterbacks to make bad decisions, and we call it chasing ghosts. When a quarterback feels pressure, even when pressure isn't there, that means you're doing a hell of a job. And that's a testament to Chris Jones, um, uh, Mike Dana, um, Carl Ofkis, the rookie, um, yeah. Frank Clark on the other side. You still got to respect him. So, I mean, they've been doing a really good job of getting up with the quarterback. So, shout out to the D-line. Chris Jones, I believe, had two sacks last week. They haven't yeah. really converted a lot of their pressures into sacks. That's kind of been a recent trend for the Chiefs. But pressure is still productivity. Yeah, uh, if you're getting a pressure on a quarterback, that's still is still very productive. I believe George Karloftis leads the rookies in pressures with uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, um, I, I would say I would say sacks aren't a direct indicator on a defensive line success. That's not something that that actually converts to a win. I mean, yeah. you can have two and three sacks in the game, but if that was where your only pressures, that's not really affecting the quarterback. Sacks could happen for, you know, it could be a coverage sack. It could be someone just got beat immediately. It could be a, a blown assignment. Um, that doesn't really strike fear into a quarterback. What strikes fear into a quarterback is like, damn, this guy's in my face every freaking play. Somebody's mm-hmm. getting to me. I can't step up. There's nowhere for me to feel comfortable. And that's why pressure is so important. I would take pressure over sacks any day. There it is. All right, Jeff, I've got to ask you, the line has moved to uh, five and a half points in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. It was at seven originally after this at, at, on Sunday, it was at three. Um, and then, you know, the Colts got blanked by the Jaguars. So they're like, well, we got to move this <laughs> this one up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's worked its way down to five and a half. What do you think about that line there from DraftKings? I think we should. I mean, first off, I don't know how they do it with the lines um, because it's pretty damn accurate every single week. Um, but I think we should cover. Um, we should definitely win this game by more than five and a half. Um, there's no reason for us not to win by a touchdown. Yeah, we're, we're like I said, we're the better team. But any given Sunday is a true statement. I said it in my last episode, one-on-one with Mike. 
this mm-hmm. league is so competitive and, and guys on the other side are getting paid too and they have pride and, and they want to show that they belong. So, I mean, anything can happen, but we are the better team, so we should win. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, I, I want it to be a relatively stress-free game. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would like to see. It's just, I like the Cardinals game kind of week one was just stress-free. Two's got in there a little bit towards the end, mixed around, but uh, a stress-free game would be nice, especially coming off of a, of a Chargers game that, man, uh, those games are always going to be stressful from wire to wire. I mean, yeah. uh, all these divisional games will be even, you know, if the, the Raiders are 0-2 right now, still be a tough game. Still going to be a tough uh, game. That's just how it is. But, uh, Jeff, appreciate you hopping on. Uh, as you mentioned, one-on-one, that's out. You can go find that wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it on this YouTube channel as well. Uh, Jeff and Mike sit down, and they talk They talk shop. It's one of my favorite podcasts to kind of just sit in the back and, and listen to uh, those guys talking about uh, – uh, what's going on in the league and also trying cookies this week trying trying yeah. to keep society cookies that's one of the that was a good a good little thing you guys did yeah man that, that was fun to kind of get a taste test obviously i'm biased because i own the company but <laughs> cookie society honestly i mean you can trust the offensive line no one knows food better than us and it's the best cookie you ever have so check out cookiesociety.com follow us on all social media platforms at cookie society instagram facebook twitter and get that cookie content i promise you i'm not trying to sell you something just follow us, and then eventually you'll buy something. It's true. I, I'm, I follow you guys on TikTok as well. Yeah, Man, TikTok got, got some good TikToks. TikTok yeah. is, is the Cookie Society. We couldn't get at Cookie Society. Someone, we got we were late to the TikTok game. We were one of those um, late conversions. I'm old school, so I'm like, ah, oh, that's for the kids. I don't. But <laughs> but now it's the number one platform online. So no. I apologize, TikTok. I didn't believe in you to begin with. Y'all do some good TikToks. I see I see the making the ones making the cookies. I'm just like, God, yeah. I just gotta get some cookies. You got candles too. Candles, Is that right? Smell like cookies? Man. Candles that smell like the cookies. Smells just like the bakery. Um oh. merchandise. We have hats, t-shirts. Um, we have all type of stuff, stickers. Um it. it's a brand, man. Join the brand, join the society, cookie society. Let's go. We got a second location up now too. So yeah. Uh maybe we have one in KC one day, man. You know, that's what we work. <laughs> That's what we're working toward. That's that's our second home, man. Kansas City, we love it there. Um, it's gonna get a cookie society. It's just a matter of time. We <laughs> want to make sure we do it the right way. Of course, of course, I understand. Well, Jeff, appreciate you hopping on with me and, and talking some shop. That's gonna do it for this uh, for today's episode, I should say, of KCS and update. Thank you for tuning in, listening to it on an audio podcast, watching this video on YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe if you are watching it on YouTube. Leave a comment below of who you kind of want to see next week on next Thursday. Going to be kind of rotating some guests around. we got some got some people I want to talk to, so I'll be, I'll be uh, going through those guys as well. Let us know who you want to talk to on the network next week. Uh, but I'll be back next Thursday. BJ will be back tomorrow with Trevor Sigma from PFF. So until then, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Go Chiefs. <laughs>